And there we go. We are live. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite geeky podcast. Tonight on the Geek Boutique, hey, we're all about cosplay. Actually, if I go a little bit step further, we're going to be mostly talking about making cosplay. And actually, if I want to really be specific, I think a big part of the conversation will be around foam smithing specifically. Because tonight, that's right, Mr. Freakish Workshop is in the house. Noah, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank doing you. great. Doing Thank great. you for joining us. Yes, well, we've been wanting to have you on for a while, so I'm glad you made yeah. it. You didn't make it out to any of the cons this year, so we never actually got to meet, no. but you did say you were going to be coming to Southern Ontario as of next year. So, guys, if you're in sure. the Toronto area, you're going to be seeing a lot of freakish this year. So, yeah, nice to have you on the show, bud. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm very, very excited. I've had uh, a couple of people couple of new friends down in southern ontario so i'm excited to be able to actually um go and say hello awesome yeah yes cutie says about time he's on here yes for sure uh joining us again this week you know this guy the bad guy that's right my buddy rob how's it going buddy uh not too bad not too bad same old same old how mm -hmm. you doing mm -hmm. doing good Guys, we've got a bunch of shows already planned out, eh? Uh, between now and the end of the year. Um, next week, we are doing a top 10. Is it next week? Hang on. Let me just go check to make sure I am saying the right thing. Next week, we're doing top 10 Christmas movies. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, the following Thursday, on the 22nd, we're doing a year in review. That's right. We're doing a best of the Geek Boutique and the Geeks Co. 2022 so we're gonna do a year in review all four of us are gonna be on uh me rob jeff producer jen we're gonna talk about everything that we did and, and has happened in 2022 make sure you don't miss any of that that'll be a good time i'm not gonna start talking about what's going on next year because we've already got stuff planned for next year mm -hmm. look at you, uh, look at you but yeah should be a good time it should be a good time uh noah what are you drinking there bud um my i have to think about this um uh, Binding das Frankfurt, uh, original Roma Pils. I like it. Something. I, I don't like know it. what it is. It tastes great from uh, Amsterdam. So I uh, can't complain there. Very nice. Hey, uh, Noah, for the people in the chat that maybe don't know who you are, what you do, what makes you tick, how big's your beard, how about <laughs> you <laughs> let everybody know what your deal is? Cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I go by Freakish Workshop, and I mean that I've honestly been called Freakish in public before, and I'll turn my head. So, um, yeah. Uh, so Freakish Workshop. I specialize in comic book media. At least that's what my Etsy, YouTube, Instagram all says. Um, so as you can see behind me, um, I do, like I said, comic book media. So I do primarily armor cosplaying and foam smithing. And forgot to get my audio on the computer. I'm sorry. There we go. There. That's better. Um, is that better? I don't know. Were there, is there, were there people saying there's feedback in the chat? Is that what's going on? I was hearing feedback. Anyway, okay. I guess we'll just keep going. Sounds good on this I don't know where it's coming from. I think okay. you're good. Yeah. Think okay, you're good. cool. Um, so, yeah, I do armor cosplaying primarily. 
Um, mm -hmm. I do a little bit of sewing. I'm getting better at sewing. Uh, it's, it's the last thing. Honestly, I thought I'd be 3D printing before I'd learn how to sew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I do mostly, uh, so I'll, I'll usually buy clothing or anything like that. Um, and usually it's just kind of undersuits or tactical gear. And then I'll build on top of that. Um, I've been doing this for uh, probably just over five years. Mm -hmm. uh, my primary cosplay is Mr. Batman over here. Yeah. Um, I have worked on him probably more than anything else. I've got about four or five versions of him. I was just going to say, you've got a couple of bat suits now, don't you? I do, yes. Um, and most of the time it's been Thomas Wayne, Flashpoint Batman. That's been my focus, mm -hmm. primarily because I don't see him getting a lot of love in uh, just across the cosplay universe, I guess. He's gotten really popular now. Um, and I think I want to say it's because of um, Batman versus Superman when Jeffrey D. Morgan was playing Thomas Wayne and everyone's like, okay, but what if he was Flashpoint Batman? And then you get Negan and all that, mm -hmm. right? So I think Let's from be there... Honest, the shoulder pads, it's, it's about shoulder pads. I it's mean, about the shoulder pads. It's spiky shoulder pads. <laughs> I mean, how can you go wrong, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking of which, if you would like some spiky shoulder pads, uh, we'll get more into this later. I do have a tutorial and template for my spiky shoulder pads on my Etsy. Uh, which is the Freakish Workshop, I think, on Etsy. Um, you get the basic shoulder pad, very similar to Robert Pattinson's, actually. Mm -hmm. um, you get the spike add-on, and you have a shield add-on, very similar to Deathstroke, all in one little nice bundle. So um, cool. if, you're, if you're interested in that, and I've seen actually a couple of Flashpoint Batman cosplayers use that template, and I've seen the the product, like them wearing it, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, well, a lot about me, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh cj prop studio cj's actually joined us in the chat on instagram what's going on buddy uh you should go check us out on uh youtube uh freakish is gonna do a bit of a presentation here in a little bit uh we're gonna show up some stuff on screen uh and then you get to see our beautiful faces in hd so you know hey youtube's yeah, the you place to be because i'm focusing on the on the youtube well so. you know it's a good point it's a good uh good segue because canadian comic cutie says how big is your beard? Hmm. You know what? I moved my beard ruler that I keep right by my computer. <laughs> I needed it for cosplay, so it's down in my workshop right now. <laughs> uh, Collaborating Cosplay 59, Mr. Groot in London has joined us. Hello from Groot. I am Groot. Um, a lot of the stuff that you do is based on foam. Is that how... I'm going to back up a quick second. I yeah. got into cosplay by the medium of finding out about foam. Mm -hmm. I found out about foam work and foam smithing, and, and I thought that was cool. I was trying to build props. That brought me to cosplay. Is that kind of the path, the path that you took as well? Almost identical, yeah. Um, I was really big and still am pretty big into making movies and short films and fan films mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and... Uh, so I was making costumes. I, I, I was using foam just because it was the thing you could buy at dollar store and blah, blah, blah. However, when I started to do that more, I was spending more time on making costumes than writing, directing, acting, any of that. Uh, it was actually my dad who was like, uh, he told me, he's like, I think you want to be a costume designer instead of a director. <laughs> I went, yeah, you're probably right. And then he actually was working with um, a good friend of mine now 
um, Jessica Cross Cosplay, I think is her tag. Uh, mm-hmm. And so she was doing like Skyrim at the time, I believe. And uh, I got connected with her and she's a foam smith. And so it just went off from there. And again, I find that a, a lot of your first contacts can really define where you're going. If you're like your first intro to cosplaying is 3D printers, you tend to kind of stick with 3D printers very like very often. Or Warbla is another mm-hmm. example of that. Or sewing. And so it's very identical to yours. I just was using foam and then I got into it and it went from there. I mean, I feel like if you're going to be making big armor, mm-hmm. there's not a lot there's not a lot out there other than foam. I mean, people tend to use Warbla, but even then, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people that use Warbla use Warbla over foam. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, right? Like, if you like working with foam and that's your thing, mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to eventually gear towards building big armors, right? I mean, it... it I think it depends, to be completely honest with you. I've met people who stick with Warbler entirely. I find mm-hmm. that it depends on the armor that you're making as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my stuff is very bulky. It's very, well, bulky, you know, quote unquote. Uh, I'm trying to um, build myself up. I'm trying to create a form. Uh, I'm not the most in shape person in the world. And so building up my chest, my neck and my shoulders to counteract a bigger midriff is pretty important. And so foam is a really easy way to do that. Warbler, I find um, I've most of the people I've talked to that do Warbler armor. It's very small. It's thinner armor. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very um, l- not limiting in that way. Limiting is the wrong word. You're kind of getting what I'm getting at you foam. You can build Warhammer 40 K suits yeah. with. I've yet to see Warbler used that way. I usually see Warbler used in smaller Skyrim builds um, or as detail work for clasps, like uh, buckles and belts mm-hmm. and swords and stuff like that. So I think it depends on what kind of armor you're building. But Yeah, fair enough. You mm-hmm. uh, you do a lot of your own templating yourself. I um, do, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the way the route we need to go is your goblin. I mean, let's let's talk. Let's let's go down that let's route for goblin. a quick second. Um, yep. you had an idea in your head of what yes. you wanted your green goblin to look like. Yes. How do you go from having that idea mm-hmm. to having a full blown green goblin armor that's sitting right behind you? I actually um, I think the people yeah. on Instagram probably can't see it, but again, if you're on Instagram, oh. go to YouTube. There he yep. is. A little bit. Um, yeah, so a big uh what I describe as like my cosplay flavor is uh, utilitarian and functional modern tactical. Uh, I take a lot of... so. Uh, in other words, Zack Snyder. Um, I take a lot of comic book ideas and I boil them down to what looks good and what's functional. And then I kind of add a bit of a flair to it, but I try and keep it as much as possible in the real world within that. So you take Green Goblin, you take um, Sam Raimi, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, you take and you have to. I'm just I, I'm sorry to break people's hearts. You have to take the Amazing Spider-Man two Goblin into into thought because they went they took that to the next level and it was just not it was too much. Take those two and then I wanted to also incorporate the comic book version, um, and that there you get it. So um, it started off with um, this chest piece. If someone is a keen eye, you'll notice that it is my Batman, my Punisher, and now my Green Goblin chest piece. <laughs> and I have simply repainted it over and over and over again um, because it's a damn good chest piece. Um, if you're looking for the template for that, I believe, I think it's Zingrod is his name. 
Yeah, um, Sean Zing. Tactical yep. battle. Sean Zing, sorry, yeah. Um, he uh, he has um, uh, tactical Batman. That's what the armor is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's super, super functional, and it looks great, so I've used it. After that, it's it's building the story of the character. Um, the shoulders, I knew I wanted scales somewhere to uh, do an homage to the comic book, so I figured out where scales would be functional, where it would work, and where it wouldn't get in the way. Shoulders and thighs are the best example of that. Uh, in my opinion, it's where I found it. Um, the next seal I wanted to design in a way that it made sense for a guy in a glider. The, the idea is he stole a research and development combat suit and painted it purple. That was my idea. And so the, the neck guard is very high. It's um, scaled back so that when you get the propulsion, you can kind of rest your head into it and it supports the back of your neck so you don't get whiplash. Um and the, the whole suit was based off of that. The gauntlets are ribbed in the same way, very much like BMX armor is. Um, and so I wanted to, I, I kept that localized. The only time where I went super comic booky, in my opinion, is the mask. Um, and then that's where I just went. So you've got the Green Goblin. He has ears. He has the purple head. And he's got the smile and the yellow eyes. Got to keep that. How, what does that look like? Um, what ended up happening is the super geometric shape. Um, I already had a template for another kind of half mask. I just kind of built off of that. Um, and then I wanted to add a really cool homage that not many people are aware of when it comes to Norman Osborn, which is his love of masks and different cultures. And so I thought we've seen um, the Willem Dafoe Green Goblin. We've seen um, the latex mask Green Goblin. There's a famous now, I think, New York cosplayer who did like a fully leather latex goblin. Um, he looks amazing and badass, but we've seen the latex. I wanted to see a new version of Willem Dafoe's hard face. And so I took uh, inspiration from like uh, Oni and like Japanese demons. And so you, that's where you get the tusks. Um, if you actually just cut along here, it looks like a samurai mask, which was kind of my idea was I wanted mm -hmm. to look like a modern samurai. So you boil all that down and it's, how I when it comes to my own ideas it's how I approach every cosplay if it's an original design is that's exactly those are the steps I take and um, and then I come up with that <laughs> I mean so so I want to go back to the templating yeah. thing now uh, you mentioned a lot of the stuff for example okay the chest plate that's the Sean Zing template everything else you templated yourself Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have modified his um, body armor just to fit just different movements and whatever and different just how things work. And again, I'm a bigger guy. He's not a bigger guy. So I have to change a few things. Um, but everything else is is my own uh, templating. Um, and I'm just a habitual templator. I just I have to make something on paper so that I can rep like replicate it. I want things to be symmetrical, especially when it comes to armor and masks. You want you make half of it. And you hope the other half fits. And so to do that, you need to make a template to then flip it and, and work off of foam. And so just templating became habitual. And it's just I'm constantly doing it. Um, I still even have templates of um, old cosplays that I haven't touched in years. Mm -hmm. Just because I thought I'm going to hold on to it. I may want to make it again. And now I have the template, which means what I build is going to be the same thing I built the first time, which is great. I feel that's key to if you want it to fit properly. Mm -hmm. And then if you're going to want to be, like you say, like that chest plate, you just keep reusing it and making mm -hmm. different ones because it fits now, right? You've modified exactly. it. It fits. It's perfect for you. 
But if you want your costume or your armor or whatnot to fit you, you kind of need to learn to template and, and, and often or more often than not template off of yourself. Like how many times, yep. Rob, have I wrapped you in friggin' yeah. cellophane and, and tape <laughs> to make a template? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so how do you how do you so you said you base the top part of it off of another mask, but like how do you how do you go and, and template the rest of it? Is it a lot of trial and error? Like you sketch it out or do it on a computer and then see if it fits and hundred percent. Yeah. And just keep adapting um, and changing it. Yeah, yeah. So this this neck piece here uh is a is um uh, two-thirds of my neck cowl for the Batman um, one-piece cowl, which I built out of foam. And that originally was based off of Evil Ted's neck seal. Um, mm -hmm. The issue is Evil Ted, again, I'm a really big guy. He's not. And so there's mm -hmm. a lot of things I had to modify and change in different curves. And eventually my template looks nothing like his. And then I change it, for example, with the Green Goblin. So I've added things. I've added some different shapes. Um, I have a I have a jaw that comes like the mask comes under my jaw, so that means I need to change the angles so that I can do this, because uh, now the foam is going to rub up against it, and so it's mm -hmm. a lot of trial and error. Um, and the number one thing I fail at when it comes to templating is I'll change something on the foam and not the template, and then I go to make it again and I go, what? This isn't fitting. Oh, I <laughs> forgot to change it. Whoop, snip, and uh, to go from there. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. One of the things I did when we built our Predators is yeah. I, when I, I, I did all our templates, I then scanned them, redrew them yes. in Inkscape on the computer, yes. and then printed out proper, yes. nicely drawn templates that I, mm -hmm. I, they're not laminated, but I mean, I no, yeah, I, multi I do the layers of tape and stuff like that so that I can keep those templates, but. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the more time you spend on those templates, the longer you can use them and, and mm -hmm. the easier it is to do other stuff, right? Like, when we did Forged in Foam, I remember you're like, oh, yeah, I already have a template for this, and then boom, yeah. I already have a template for this. And people are only getting started, and this dude's, like, got half a friggin' <laughs> thing <laughs> built already, you know? And it's Yeah, well, so speaking of which, that is the same template that I have for my new yeah. Batman gauntlets. I've just added some things to the detail. Um, and that's a big thing, to be honest with you. And, like, I'm not, I'm not putting down anyone who uses templates of other people. Again, I use uh, Sean's, but I want to get to the point where I can use my own. And so I was using, uh, I believe it, it was his, um, Sean's, his, uh, his gauntlet um, for Batman. I was using his for the longest time because it's awesome. It just works. It looks great. And then I was like, but I can't, like, I, I want to be able to say this is all my own. So I went out and I just made my <laughs> made my own, uh, and, a, and then it was a hundred percent trial and error. It was like, oh, that's too tight around the wrist. Um, with this one in particular, I wanted something I can slide on and off. <clears throat> I didn't want Velcro. I didn't want zippers because mm -hmm. that gets uncomfortable. With this guy, it just sits high up on your arm up here. Uh, let's see, up here, and your wrist is almost is like completely free, so you mm -hmm. can actually fit gloves in here really nicely. Um, but it's, it's, and then you can just pull it off. Like it's, it's almost like one of the, le like the uh, latex ones you can buy. Um, and so that was, that was the beauty of it is I wanted something super easy. I can pull on and off and it's mine. I made it, I put in, it was a hundred percent start from, for me. Um, and so it's just trial and error, trial and error and changing things over and over again. Mr. Jordan is in the chat <laughs> He's early again. Does Rumble the Freakish Workshop reveal his slave Leia Warbler build? And matching templates on his Etsy store. Jordan, I said not to say anything, man. Come on. 
Uh, Q, you still in the chat for the first time ever. I scan my patterns to mirror them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the ideal, right? You scan them or you take a picture of them and you redraw them. And then when you need to mirror them, I mean, yeah. you have them. Or when you want to reuse them, you just reprint them out. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's what I do is I'll, I'll use cardstock paper just to make sure that I can run a marker or a pen or pencil across and it doesn't bend the foam. Um, so I'll do it usually with pencil. I'll go over it with Sharpie, scan it, and then I'll go through. I have a program called Pixelmator. I, I call it a, a poor man's um, Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And I go over it with geometric lines as much as possible. I have a drawing tablet, and I go over it with solid lines. And now I have a JPEG that I can I have forever. I can just print it off whenever I need it. If I lose a, if I lose a, a folder full of templates, I have them all digitized. Um, and then I just go from there. And that way it's the same thing every single time. Mm -hmm. Great idea. I lost uh, all my templates when I moved from my last house to here. Somehow they got misplaced. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like template uh, storage and organization needs to be higher on people's list because yeah. every time yeah. you do something, if you don't keep it, well, then the next time you want to do something similar, like, you, where did I put that? Yeah. You got to restart from scratch, right? Uh, Steve yeah. says, uh, that's how I make all my bracers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kitty says, I'll be your Jabba to your Leia. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. You, you, you're, uh, you're on the hook now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> CJ says, don't mind me just crafting while listening in. Uh, by the way, I would love to do some stream like this with you guys sometime. Dude, yeah. we would love to have you on. Uh, anytime, just send me a message or send Jeff a message or... Mm -hmm. or the Geeks and Co. main account, a message. We will figure something out. Um, dude, you're working on a predator. I'm okay, so I, I'll, I'll back up and I need to clarify. I'm not working on a predator, I am working. Well, fine, you're working like, on... exactly. It's not an actual yeah. predator, <laughs> yes. It's, so, I'm working. I worked and finished a predator helmet, uh, today actually. And uh, it's for a um, if you've seen the movie Predators um royce is the main character mm -hmm. there is a sequel comic that shows him surviving on the planet spoiler alert um and he's got this mix mat like this mismatch of predator gear and he's got a predator helmet that's been shrunk down um and so I, what i wanted to do was build a predator helmet so that when i do that cosplay eventually because i do want it i have a predator mask that i i can just make and then destroy um so i'll grab it quick here um so this is falconer oh it looks really really nice on camera <laughs> mm -hmm. yes, that looks great so it's completely foam on the inside there it's it's again it's meant to simply just be the bio mask um so if you guys wanted to to throw this on over your predator gear that's the idea is that you can just kind of throw on and off the bio mask that's good to go uh, let's see if i can get so i got the little lasers in there um finish that um, and so, yeah, this guy was another one of those, um, trial and errors. I simply found an image. I think it was prime one studio came out with a replica years ago. Um, no sideshow. Apologize. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I I'll do hail Marys later. Um, <laughs> and it came out with a mask, uh, a mask reference reference. And I took a, I found a bunch of screenshots from the show or from the movie. And, um, I, I just loved Falconer from the movie to begin with. Um, I loved his little showdown with the Yakuza guy. So I decided that's the mask. However, I wanted to look like, uh, again, to add the story, I wanted to look like a human got a hold of a bio mask and then like 
beat the crap out of it to make it fit him and cut it and ripped it open. And uh, unfortunately, JS broke it in half. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Story of my life. So, yeah. But to me, you have to make the full thing and then shrink and beat it up and make it smaller instead of designing something to look small. Um, that's just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made Falconer and I am super happy with it. Well, it would make uh, sense it, that the mask would be way too big for him. Oh yeah. Let's see if I can. Uh, right. Try. Like if he's, yeah, if he's right. taking the mask off of a predator and he's using it as a mask, it would make sense that it would be way too big for him and that he would have to like, yeah, it would yeah, make total right? sense. Right. <laughs> and uh, Falconer, honestly, if you look at Falconer's, um, head compared to, uh, uh, Berserker, or uh, I think Mr. Black is his other name, and uh, the tracker one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a big head, and the mask is gigantic, even for a predator. Um, so I had a lot of fun making it. <laughs> I will say that um, me and Rob have had this conversation before. Um, yeah. I, when you, the predators that look like they have big heads don't look right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me. You know, mm-hmm. when you're watching, like, Berserker, for example, you say he's got a big head, but when you actually look at an image of Berserker, he doesn't look like he has a big head. Same thing with Falconer. Yeah. It doesn't look like he has a big head. But you look at Jungle Hunter or City Hunter, and they look like they've got, like, you know, their heads twice as wide as their shoulders. To me, that's never looked right. Um, and I It's feel... one of the issues I have with Wolf, to be honest with you, from uh, AVP Requiem, is that yeah. his head was gigantic. Yeah, um, yeah. So... So yeah, I mean, I feel like even if you're making your own, if you guys, if you're gonna make your own, I mean, you do what you want to do, obviously. Yeah. But for me, I, I wanted our heads to look anatomically correct, right? I didn't yeah. want it to yeah. look like a big giant head. Well, um, and you guys are, are are being predators, right? Like my cosplay is a human wearing a biomass. Yes, well, it needs to look big. Bigger. Yes, hundred percent. So, so there's a bit of that too. So. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, you can you can absolutely scale this one down. I'll be honest, I I have the bug. I have um, I'm gonna make Scar slash Jungle Predator. I'm gonna do Celtic. I'm gonna do um, Chopper, and his cheeks are gonna be replaced to another one. I think from Predator Two, um, there's one very similar. Um, so I've I've I have the Predator bug. Uh, <laughs> I'm also currently working on. Um, so I have this basic gauntlet, right? And there's all these Batman stuff on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am working on the wrist blade and computer uh, attachments to mm-hmm. my basic gauntlet, so yep. that someone can buy both. Um, and you can, you know, you can buy Falcon or you can buy another mask, but you can build the blades out of foam uh, using my my uh, gauntlet base. You can, you don't have to use it, but the idea is it's designed to to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've kind of, I'm in the predator bug at the moment. <laughs> yeah. What you're saying makes total, total sense. Um, you should be able to just use any gauntlet and just slap the blade box and the computer box mm-hmm. and away you go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's all it really that's, is. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It's one of the reasons I designed my gauntlet the way it is. It's just very basic. It's also, um, uh, symmetrical, so it's meant to go on your left and your right. There's no curve. Mm-hmm. There's no anything. You don't have to flip anything. You you have to flip it because it's it's technically two pieces, like four total. Um, but you don't. You can just buy. You can you know it's one set of templates, and then you can just add stuff to it, which is the best part about it, in my opinion. Um, and so I want to do a bunch of different stuff. I want to work on. Uh, I've got the predator, so I've got I've got it's based off of Jungle Hunter's wrist blades and computer. 
Um, I want to work on the Predators single blade. Um, and uh, I also want to uh, work on the AVP secondary blade from the bottom of their arm that comes out. Mm-hmm. Just a little like nod. Like it's not going to be the full meter long blades, but it's just something to make it look like it's there. Yeah. Uh, and just do like a big AVP bundle or a uh, Predator bundle. It'd be really, really cool to do. So, um, yeah. Uh, it, it looks like you're going with more of the AVP style, like this armor. For your well, on the picture that you have on your Instagram, anyway, you're using more of the AVP style armor. Is that is that? Yes, yes. Uh, for Royce, yeah. So it, Royce. Was, it was simply the. I think it was just like the most available templating and reference images when it came to armor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of um, Predator 2's city armor. Mm-hmm. And Jungle Hunter doesn't have tons of armor to go off of to understand what a bunch a full of armor to begin with. Is. Yeah. So looking at AVP and going, uh, the first one in particular, and just kind of going, what is a full suit like Celtic's wearing? What does a full suit look like? And then again, I'll take bits and pieces off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and build this sort of pseudo put together armor. Um, I'll also be doing the AVP plasma um, launcher. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know why my brain plasma cannon. plasma cannon. Plasma cannon. Thank you. Yeah, it's actually um, so called a plasma caster, but you know, is it a caster? Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, it's it's. But again, it, it all has to do with. Um, with uh, trial and error. Like I've templated the wrist blade gauntlet yeah. attachment. I have yet to make it. I'll be honest. I've just gone through measurements and just going through experience of knowing how foam works. Um, so I've templated out. I'm, I'm going to be making it soon once I'm on holidays from school uh, and hopefully have that out soon. But it's a lot of trial and error or it's a combination. Uh, Aries, for example, um, is uh, Evil Ted's helmet design his uh, basic helmet pattern modified mm-hmm. and like I added the nose bridge and it's uh, the horns are Kamui cosplays. So sometimes mm-hmm. I, I use entirely everyone else's. Sometimes I'll do just me. Um, and sometimes it's, it used to be someone else's and I've changed it so much just to fit me that it's completely different. And it goes from there. Yeah. Depending on what you do. I mean, there's no, there's no point reinventing the wheel. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things like if you're going to do a Magneto helmet, I mean, for crying out loud, just get Bill, uh, just get Ted's uh, yeah. basic helmet template. I mean, it is a Magneto yeah. helmet. Why reinvent the wheel? You know, unless you exactly. want something very specific. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm 100 percent on board with you. Um, I will typically go and find a template that is similar mm-hmm. to what I want, mm-hmm. at least to figure out sizing. And then mm-hmm. once I've got sizing right, then I'll modify that template to look like what I want it to look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a great example of that on my end would be Evil Ted's thing. So I've taken Evil Ted's and I, I tried to make it and I've used it for so, so much. I wanted to make something new. So I made uh, what I call my operator helmet, which you can kind of see some similarities with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've changed the entire side profile, the mask, um, the, the front piece, and the nose piece, because I wanted this look. I wanted this skull... Um, it actually bone. looks like Sean Zing's helmet pattern. Oh, does it? <laughs> it I haven't. I like haven't followed him. Pattern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So that's that's an, another example of that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So what's next? What's uh, I mean, obviously you're working on the Predator stuff now. What's the next big mm-hmm. build, or is there a next big next big build at this point? The next big build 
uh, is my Norse Viking inspired fantasy original mm-hmm. character, big mouthful of words to say that I'm not doing a Viking cosplay. <laughs> um, so I'm going very like, uh, so you're doing a Viking cosplay. Pieces. I'm doing a Viking cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So even so the, the name I'm using is Odinson. And so I'm trying to cram as much Odin iconography, but mm-hmm. very fantasy style. So people who've seen my Instagram, um, we'll see. I've got these wolf um, shoulder pauldrons that I'm working off of. Um, I've got um, I've got a temporary tattoo designed for me on either side of my head. There are two ravens that come down into like over my ears and my cheeks. So I'll be shaving the sides of my head. Um, I'm uh, uh, I've got so going all out. I've got Idrisil. I'm going all out. I may wow. even I have a contact lens for one eye. Uh, so I may even go that far. I don't know if I'm going to go that far just because contact lenses are a pain, uh, especially because I need glasses to see. Um, and so <laughs> add a color pale to one side and may not be fun. So we'll see. Uh, but that's the big one. Otherwise, I have a bunch of little projects. Um, so I updated a bunch of Batman stuff. I'm working on, I cited the Predator. I'm working on a Star Wars um, cosplay, which I'll talk about in a little bit when we, we kind of look at how I how I tackle making templates and stuff. Um, so there's a bunch of little ones, but the Viking at the moment is the biggest um, that I'm working on. I mean, you don't stop, do you? I tried. I'll be honest. I tried when I first started going to school, and it took me two or three months. <laughs> That's as long as I lasted. <laughs> so you're up. Ahead, uh, Rob, yeah. I was gonna say you're up. You're up north again, right? Uh, was it Thunder Bay? Yeah, yeah Thunder Bay for a while. Is there a lot of opportunity up there for you to to go to cons or to to go out in the wild with your uh, with your cosplays? So, yes and no. Um, Thunder Bay has its own convention, uh, ThunderCon. I went there this year. Tons of fun, great people, great cosplayers as well. I met a bunch of different cosplayers. Um, they they were they were awesome. Uh, I actually competed for the very first time, which is really cool in uh, Mr. Goblin, uh, and I won best in show which is pretty oh, cool. Congratulations. Yeah. So I have that under my belt, which is really crazy. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't even going to compete in the beginning. So, you know, there's that. Um, and then the next one is for the closest cons are Winnipeg. And I believe there's one further East kind of in between like distance wise. I don't know the towns I'm from Alberta originally. So geography mm-hmm. is totally whacked for Ontario for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but somewhere between Toronto and Thunder Bay, there's apparently a con there. I don't, I've never been to it. I, I don't think I'll be able to get to it this year. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, ba- that's basically it. Otherwise going out, I did do, I recently um, did Santa Batman for my university, which was a lot of fun. Um, so I painted my beard white and I put a Santa hat on my Batman cowl and uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. We did uh, Santa Predators a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was really nice cool. to add that little spin. I kind of want to do it again. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, well, there's still some time left. So you said <laughs> yeah. you're going to be in uh, Southern Ontario in the summer. Are you going to Fan Expo? I would like to, um, but with moving down south and then with school and everything, we'll we'll see. I would love to. And if not, then going forward, yes, I will try and get to as many cons as possible because I love hanging out with uh, just people and cosplayers, and I like conventions and uh, mm. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's the, the goal is to – to go to as many as possible now. So awesome. 
there's definitely a lot going on in the uh, GTA area, even like yeah. all the way down to Niagara, London. Yeah. Um, Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, the chat, you know, CK Expo that's up uh, uh, Windsor area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Windsor area? I think it's Windsor area. China Not Canada. sure. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot. You know, Comic-Con, Fan Expo, Enemy <laughs> North. Yeah, no, and th- that's the best part is that they're all within a few dri- like hours drive, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like eight hours to get to Winnipeg from here, where I'm like, oh, I better <laughs> yeah. a, uh, a place to stay while I'm out there. So and Steve says, "Group the Christmas tree." I mean, hey, I listen. <laughs> I would pay to see that. <laughs> uh, are you are you originally from Winnipeg? I, th- I for some reason I thought you were from Calgary. Yeah, so so technically, I I grew up uh, my first few years uh, just south of Winnipeg, and then I moved to Calgary and I've lived there kind of ever since. Ah, so, uh, I yeah. see, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're born in Winnipeg, but really you spent most of well, you're growing up in in, in Calgary. Correct. Yeah, Cal- yeah, Calgary and Calgary adjacent. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to get more of the Calgary Edmonton people down here. Uh, they they they're great people. Unfortunately, I never got to to meet uh, some people like Cutie, for example. Mm-hmm. We met up or we started chatting, I think, around COVID, um, yeah. which is unfortunate. But I'd like to go back to Calgary, um, Calgary Comic Con. It's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it mm-hmm. if you ever get the chance to go to Calgary. Uh, Edmonton's fun too, but I found Calgary's just a little bit more energy, and that's just that's my experience. But uh, Edmonton Expo is. I mean, it's the same group that does Toronto Comic Con and Fan Expo. I uh, think uh, they also Calgary do. Oh, Calgary as well. Okay, well, yeah, I think go. Calgary is now under the Fan Expo or that that organization. I'm pretty sure they do it. Uh, there's also a big con coming up in Calgary this year called uh, Game Con. Yep. Uh, oh, so Game Con is going to be a gaming specific show. Hmm. Um, they have a lot of the big players in the gaming world already that are going to be going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sponsored by Telus. Guys, this is an official thing. It's not like just a, like a little local con. Microsoft wow. is going to be there. Sony's going to be there. Nintendo's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft is going to be there. Warhammer is going to have a giant booth with like a, a, a building and painting area and uh, like a, a LARPing area. And uh, listen, Warhammer is apparently going to have like a 40,000 square foot booth or something stupid like that. At GameCon, it's gonna be something crazy. So, guys, if you're in the Calgary area, you're gonna want to check out GameCon. I believe in June. That sounds uh, awesome. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to get in touch with them to see if they're willing to come down here because don't have any real gaming conventions here. Uh, oh, interesting. I, like, I'm surprised. Like, Fan Expo is the only thing we have when it comes to gaming. So. GameCon, mm. I think, would be a good fit in the GTA. I think. Sure. Does Montreal have anything? Just because you have. Um, so Montreal has a Comic Con. Uh, uh, yeah. They have uh, Otecuton, which is more of like an anime con. Okay. And then they have they have another one. I have a third one. I forget what it is. Okay. Um, I don't know that they have anything specifically around gaming either. Uh, all those big guys used to be at Comic Con. Right, like all the big, like the Ubisofts and the Microsofts and the mm-hmm. Sonys, and the, they all used to be at Fan Expo. No, they aren't. 
that's all disappeared. So now there's a gaming, you know, a gaming stage where people do live, you know, gaming competitions and stuff. But there's, you know, yeah, it could have been a lot of the gamers. No, could have been a lot bigger and better. Yeah, Fan Expo last year. There was a little bit, but could have been a lot more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Crazy Mike has joined us on the uh, the Instagram. Mike, come on over to YouTube. That's where it's at right now. Um, Steve says that would be sweet to go. Yeah, I would love to go to Calgary and, you know, check out some of the cons out there. I've never been out. I've never been out that way. Yeah, I would love to go back. I lived there for about four years, many years ago. Would love mm. to go back. The problem getting from Ontario to to Calgary is it's just so expensive to fly out or drive. Like crazy. Canada's a big That's country, fair. right? <laughs> I've been I've been spoiled my uh when I was a teen. My mother works and still does for WestJet. And now my wife's a pilot. And so I kinda fly uh... on the Fly on the cheap a little bit, so I'm a little I'm, I'm a little spoiled that way. <laughs> and you're already you're already halfway there. Half the half the commute is just getting through Ontario. It's true. It's yeah, true. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, Viking is the next big one. Yes. Um, I, I know you because me and you have spoken quite a few times before. Yeah. What's yeah. the story? Sure, um, the story. It's uh, honestly, I just uh, so I called him Odinson, and so the idea of a um, fantasy, more D and D leaning when it comes to fantasy um, style warrior um, who just he thinks he's the son of Odin, and so he's got as much Odin iconography as possible. Like I said, so I've got the ravens, I've got the wolves, I'll have Idrisil. I'm working on just trying to figure out like. With with fantasy, you can kind of get to the, to the point where there's just too much mm-hmm. um, iconography and too many symbols, and it's just too busy. And so there's the there's definitely this idea like I would love to get some raven feathers somewhere, but is that too much? Is that going to be too busy? I would love to get um, I forget the names, but uh, there's two rams that pull a boat in Norse mythology. Can I get them in there? Well, is that going to be too much? Um, is it simpler just to do the big the big icons and just kind of leave it? Uh, and go from there. Uh, the idea also is I want this guy uh, kind of the opposite of Odin. I want him to work harder, not smarter. And so all of his weapons are like a war hammer, a, uh, a hatchet, because Vikings need hatchets, um, a mace. Um, so all these like blunt weapons. Um, not mm. he- super heavy armor, but it- it's going to be like heavier, um, very much like football pads. Um, and just kind of this big, beefy guy. Play to my, my, my body strength. Uh, and just that the fact that I'm just a bigger dude. Um, and so just kind of playing off of that, I'm going to be doing, I've got hair extensions to do like the Ragnar Lothbrook um, beards or the, the braid, the hair braid. I'm going to be working on uh, Ludus cosplay has a really cool t- uh, tutorial on how to do braid uh, beard extensions. Oh yeah, there we go. Um, so you can see the wolf there. I, I don't know if I'm going to do Idrisil on the chest or on that belt buckle. Um, Cause it would work for both um but uh we'll see um so you can kind of working on those shoulder pads yet the wolf shoulder oh, they're pads. done are oh, they're done they're done yeah so i have i have yet to paint them but they are complete and built um they are um i don't remember you don't have them handy there do you no they're in my workshop downstairs i should have brought i brought like everything else but them um they're from they are a template from somebody else um because i'm just not that when it comes to animals and shapes and curves i'm not phenomenal you don't have them on um, your instagram the wolves 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Hmm, I can't seem to see them on your it's Instagram It's been a while page. since I've worked on them, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to have to go doing some digging. But yes, sir, I didn't mean to cut you off there. So no, you're, no, it's you're all using good. somebody I else's brought them up. template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, I bought them off of... Uh, let's see if I can... I'm going to pull up uh, Etsy here. I can find out because they are, it's a phenomenal pattern. Uh, I did, it's one of those that I modified uh, in order to kind of fit my um, my design. Uh, Predator, no. Um, Kaz Cosplay, I believe, is their name. Yeah. Um, they do. So it's originally a Kitsune Fox mask. It's meant to kind of fit your whole face. There's even uh-huh. a bottom. It's meant bottom to be a piece. mask. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I just basically just took off the bottom part. And again, I didn't do any scaling. That's how big, if you, if you find an image of them, that's how big they are. And they fit my shoulders just to, again, I keep saying I'm a big guy and I'm a big guy. <laughs> so <laughs> these work perfect for these big, big shoulder pads, kind of like uh, Skyrim or kind of Skyrim. Yeah. Like D and D style shoulder pads. Uh, pauldrons um so uh again uh eva made out of eva um and just because it's going to be lighter um this one is going to be and i'm actually i'm actually counting the cost i'm starting to count the cost of this one yeah so this one uses uh real leather i'm using uh, leather vinyl i'm using uh like uh cotton linen the same stuff that the vikings would have used for the undergarments uh, the tattoo, um, I'm using like wooden dowels. I'm using, um, I think this might be the first time I showed the final. So I've actually made like chain mail out of plastic rings. And I've purchased oh, yeah. about 6,200 of them. So I've got like this and another and another basically. Uh, and so I'm actually going to figure out how much this cosplay costs. Because um, other cosplayers will know that sometimes people ask you the question, how much did that cost? And most of the time, it's, I have no idea. Yeah. I lost track. <laughs> this one, I want to be able to shock people and go $1,000 or whatever. I don't know how much it's going to be. but um, So this one's going to be really, really cool, though, because it's going to be the culmination of basically everything that I've worked on uh, ever, pretty much. It's going to be foam smithing. It's going to be working with leather. It's going to be combining um, a lot of function with looks. So the... The body armor, there's going to be, um, it's all going to be backed with foam just to, it's not like kind of chafing or anything, mm-hmm. uh, and glued together. And then it's going to, I'm going to have leather twine uh, knotting on certain paces to look like it, it's knotted together and tied together. It's not, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of going with that. I did the same thing with my Aries cosplay, actually, on the sides. Um, I have this... Um, kind of nodding on the side to look like I've tied the armor together like the Greeks used to. And it's just Velcro. Um, so a bunch of that. Oh, that's but, uh, interesting. We yeah. actually tied Rob's armor together. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> With we we never even, they never even yeah. thought of using Velcro and just putting fake lacing there. That's, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. That's genius, actually. <laughs> That's, it was a uh, bit I had to work around it because then you like one side because like the Velcro creates like a layer difference, right? One thing's higher than the other. So you have to do it for the other side as well. Um, stuff like that. So there's some things that definitely like y- you can make it work for a lot of times, but sometimes you do have to bend over backwards to get that symmetry. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I've been lucky to say that it works for me. So So that brings me to one of the main questions I wanted to have a quick chat with you about is mm-hmm. You've mentioned it a couple times now. You're a bigger guy. You said you're 6'3". 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have that this problem as well. I'm I'm not a small guy at all. How yeah. has it affected the way a that you build your cosplay? And and actually, let me go one step earlier. Mm-hmm. How does it impact how you choose what you're going to cosplay, and then how you build your cosplays? That is a really great question. I'm also going to answer it by I'm going to answer it a couple of different ways. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why I've got into armor is you can hide in armor. Mm-hmm. You can hide in armor. You can make really big armor, and you can hide a really big frame and make you, yourself look a lot better. Um, for me. Uh, and again, I'm not I'm not trying to degrade. I know I, the, the cosplay community is very big on body positivity. I am very critical of my myself, so I'm going to be very critical of myself. And if you guys don't like that, I'm I'm really sorry, but that's just how I work. Um, so I I'm bigger, and I'm and so I have to to look what I think look good. I have to build out my shoulders, my neck, and my chest. Um, so Goblin is a great example of that. I'm going to move the predator out of the way. So the neck piece itself comes out quite a bit to the point. So it builds my neck up like this. Same thing with mm-hmm. Batman is it builds this like hunched neck, big traps. The shoulders themselves come out. You can actually see it's almost comical how much they bulb around my actual shoulders. And then the chest, um, I've actually pulled card, uh, uh, more foam up inside of it to make my chest not just kind of curve around, but it actually sits out um, mm-hmm. above the ab um, gear. And I do that pretty much with everything um aries you can see that uh batman i've um i made a muscle suit for under my um the 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 textured print morph suit um the chest and the shoulders are made out of solid foam instead of upholstery foam so they're not as uh, they're rigid and so that way the shoulders and my chest are these very very solid lines and they Mm. pop out of the suit more than the upholstery foam um, abs and ribs do. Um, because of that, I've also, um, for the Batman is a good example, or I know Goblin is too, my thighs, I try and puff my thighs out so that I create this shape. So my thighs go up and then my shoulders come up. And so my waist, which is normally my biggest point, becomes either a flat line or it's actually a, a, the thinner part of the armor. Mm-hmm. You sculpt your armor... Sculpt yeah. your armor to, to give it to give you the look of the character that you want to play. Exactly. If you go back to the Viking shot, you can see I've done exactly that. I've built up my chest and I've built up my shoulders. And I've even I'm working on a gorget, um, which is like the French neck gear from like Game of Thrones is the best example mm-hmm. I have. So my entire upper body football pad area is going to be heavy so that everything else looks very small. <laughs> However, with the Viking, I don't have to worry about it that much um, because the Vikings, you know, there's, for example, Thor from God, uh, God of War Ragnarok is a big dude and he mm-hmm. looks awesome. And so I don't have to worry about size that much. Batman's not supposed to be chubby. And that's the reality. And I, I love seeing bigger guys play uh, cosplay Batman. I love it. It's it's one of like the icons of a convention for me is seeing the guys that are just barely fitting into their suits. And I love them. I love them dearly because they're just brothers to me. Um, but the reality is that if I'm going for this bigger look, if I'm looking, if I'm trying to get that Ben Affleck look, I can't have a big gut. So what am I going to do? I need to sculpt cosplays around that. It has not stopped me from cosplaying certain characters other than, say, Spider-Man. I will not touch Spider-Man just because in my mind, Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. He is thin and wiry, and that's Spider-Man. Um, or Tobey Maguire, even. Even Tobey Maguire was a bit big. For me, and that's just, 
I grew up on the Ultimate comics. Those are the comics I read, and he's that thin. Um, and so that's the only cosplay I haven't touched. All the other ones, I go, I can, I can, I can build around this. I can sculpt. I can draw attention away from that kind of thing. I mean, as much as I agree with you that I would never cosplay Spider-Man, uh, you're never going to see me wearing just a, you know, spandex suit. That's not going to happen. Nobody wants to see this in a spandex suit. Let me tell you something. I've seen uh, you in a spandex. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Predator, okay. predator suit. Okay, okay, okay. If you want to see, down. if you want to see settle why down. I built, if you want to see why I built a muscle suit the way I did, look at my very first Batman, and you're gonna go, oh yeah, it's a good thing you made a muscle suit. No, but I mean, I I, I get it, right? Like I'm in the same boat. Yeah. You know, yeah, I I 100 percent get it. You know, you wanna there are costumes. Again, sorry, I'm going to back up once again. If you guys want to cosplay, whatever you want to cosplay, go right go ahead. There is no shaming here. If you're a bigger person and you want to cosplay Spider-Man, you go right ahead. I would not feel comfortable cosplaying Spider-Man. You know, yeah, It's about what uh, you feel comfortable doing. Exactly. And, and, and I choose and, what I do based on how comfortable I feel. Exactly. And it's like you say, it's much easier to sculpt a body with covered in, in foam and an armor than it is in a spandex suit. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I'll say it, it has made cosplays gym, more but, difficult. Yeah. Like it, it has made certain things more difficult. So, like for example, if I ever did a predator, I would want to make a muscle suit so that I would come off more like Celtic from AVP, this big hulking, like top heavy behemoth of a vi of a of a predator. Which means that I need a custom-made morph suit to fit a larger chest and shoulders than my bicep and my waist, which is not how morph suits are sewn. Which means it's going to cost more. And so there is a there's a difficulty on that end of things. Mm -hmm. um, when you're making everything, like the goblin, it's entirely up to you. You can make it as big or as small as, as you want. Um, so there's 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 bonuses and, and and negatives to everything. I think so. Yeah, a hundred percent. Uh, Steve's been talking about a lot here in the chat. Uh, he wants to try to come to the Fan Expo next year, talking about redoing parts of his group to compete. Uh, I will tell you, Steve, if you want to compete, great. Um, you don't have to come to Fan Expo to compete. You can come to Fan Expo and just hang out and have fun like we do. That's, that's cool my plan. Too. Yeah, that's that's always our plan. Uh, my last costume, I made a shadow box type deal to bulk it out so that it was hollow, but gave the bulk out effect as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that's kind of the idea, right? Is mm -hmm. if you're thick in some spots, you want to make the other spots bigger than that thick spot, right? That's that's basically how it works. You know? Oh yeah, like my my uh, my Batman cosplay. You look at like the biceps and the triceps, and it looks like I've just taken steroids there, like just that location, because of how big they needed to be to make everything look proportional a little bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I mean like. The best part about like the Ben Affleck Batman is he's just like enormous everywhere, and so it's just part of it. Um, but I do look a little ridiculous when you like isolate some pieces, but all together, I think I look pretty all right. So, yeah, you don't want to see me in half of of my Doc Ock <laughs> or half of the Predator, because yeah, no, not a no, pretty sight. Yeah. not a pretty sight. <laughs> uh, guys, we've been on for almost an hour already. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think you need to take a quick minute to talk a little bit about your Etsy shop, the sure. stuff that you sell, where people can find it. Because Cutie made a good point earlier that your Etsy shop 
link is not in your Instagram profile. Yeah, which confused me because I thought it was. Uh, yeah. So I'll have to put it up. I may have, I, maybe not the link just because the links take up so many characters. So I may have just listed the name if you just search it. Um, it's, uh, I believe it is, I'm just going to throw, I have my Etsy right here. Um, wait, wait, wait. You don't know the name of your Etsy shop? No, because it's yeah, it's the the freakish workshop. It, well, I think it used to be free. I used to be freakish workshop, and then I changed it to the freakish workshop, and then Etsy was the opposite for a while. Didn't have the um, so anyway, the freakish workshop on Etsy. Um, I try my best to do a, a a bunch of different things. So one of the one of the examples I brought up was. Uh, gauntlet template. So this is the base. This is supposed to be the foundation you build off of this, but this gets you the very first layer of something on your arm, and then you can add something onto it. Um, same thing. I have a pouch template, same deal. Uh, and then it goes into more complicated things. Um, so I've got the Batman uh, one piece cowl up there, uh, which is uh, probably my more complicated, one of my most complicated pieces. Um, and then there's the shoulder gear, which I would say isn't a basic pattern, but it's also not hard. It's 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 pretty mm -hmm. simple. So I've got those templates up there. Um, I'll be doing a bunch over Christmas. Like I mentioned, I have the wrist blade and the computer for the Predators um, coming up. I actually have the Predator um, uh, Falconer helmet tutorial and template ready to go. Um, so that's going to be belt pouches. There utility belt pouches yet yeah, so that i'm going to be adding to that one actually so i have a small pouch a medium pouch and i'm going to be building like a big kind of wide more medic looking pouch mm -hmm. and adding it to that um so yeah it's gonna be super complicated and super like themed like the predator stuff and then sometimes it's super basic like just you know your pouches or um and i have them here it's not very popular some of the things i make are for me so mm -hmm. i have this is a prop it's fake it's not real um i have these ma uh, pistol magazines so they're completely fake. There's no bullets in them. You can kind of see it's just this bronze painted on the inside. Um, and then I even make it look like an airsoft gun on the bottom. Um, but I have a couple of these uh, that you can either buy physical or the template for. So it's a prop. So you can actually bring them into a convention because they're fake. Um, so I've got stuff Conventions like are sticklers with some props, right? Like they you are. can't bring anything that's metal. Um Airsoft stuff, they won't let you bring it in. Hmm. Uh, even Nerf. Intact for Nerf, yeah. Yeah, even Nerf stuff, there some some conventions are sticklers about. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're... Yeah, you got to be careful. They won't let you take in just anything. So, yeah, yeah, being able to make some of your weapons and props out of foam, 100% mm -hmm. the way to go. And, guys, well, something... if you want to build your own props and costumes and stuff like these mags, Go check out freakish the freakish workshop on Etsy. I got a bunch of stuff coming Christmas holidays for for school and for my job. So I actually have a few weeks where I've got nothing like nothing. I'm building a schedule of every day I'm going to be working on something. Um, so I've got a bunch of content for the new year. Um, so definitely watch that. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram too much, and uh, hopefully we'll be posting some new stuff because uh, I'll be working on the Viking. So hopefully yeah. we'll get a bunch of updates very quickly on that one which will be a lot of fun uh, but yeah that's where you can find me instagram and etsy you got any New more Batman of those uh, sorry go ahead so you get any, got any more of those um venom or uh carnage gloves coming uh coming out in the future so that's a great question i actually got to the point where i it was too successful on etsy i was getting too many orders and i couldn't focus on school so i have no idea when they're going to come back i might open them up in the new year depending on workload 
Um, but usually um, I open them uh, May, June um, so that people can order them for Halloween way ahead of time because they take a long time to like there's a processing time. Um, but uh, so keep your eyes open for that. Sometimes I'll open it up periodically just because I'm bored. <laughs> and I want something <laughs> yeah. to do. Um, but yeah, you can you can take a look uh, uh, for that cool. on there. What are your uh, Carnage and Venom gloves made out of? So they're a Lycra glove, um, yeah. and then I just use hot glue. Is it just hot glue, really? It's, it's literally just hot glue. Yeah, it's hot oh, glue, wow. and I paint it and stylize it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it, super cool. If you look at my Venom cosplay, it's it's the exact same thing. Um, I do Anti-Venom, Carnage, and Venom. I have yet to do other colors. Um, people have never really asked me for any of those three. Uh, any other but those three. So I mean, they're the popular ones, right? I mean, yeah, Venom. Venom is the number one popular. I think I've sold one anti-Venom set, which really sucks because I, I I think anti-Venom's like really cool. Um, so, uh, but you know, some of the things like on Etsy, some of the things I put on there are for me, uh, the pistol magazines, um, the Rockstar mask. If you look on my Etsy shop, um, that one's for me. The Predator will technically be for me because I know it's a very niche cosplay. Not many people do it. Um, and not many people that are predator cosplayers make it out of foam uh i think you guys are one of the first two that i've actually met that make it out of foam a lot of people do 3d printing nowadays yeah well our our bio mask is 3d printed yeah oh is it oh my goodness i thought it, it was is. foam yeah yeah the bio mask is 3d oh. printed that's why it broke when it fell so right? cleanly ah, yeah it broke sense. at the seam okay. right because they're three parts well, so, you know what? If you guys pay attention, I might just do those two masks, and you guys could have foam ones. Yeah, I mean that's that's the one thing that I I as good as they look, mm -hmm. I hate how fragile they are. Yeah, uh, we're actually talking about completely redoing them. Well, I'm mm -hmm. not talking about it. This one here, scoop mm -hmm. for you guys. If anybody's interested, I'm going to be refinishing this one. Once it's refinished, I'm going to be making a mold of it. And then I'm going to be slush casting copies so that me and Rob can have brand new resin one piece copies that we're going to yes. back in fiberglass. Then they, there won't be any breaking. Yeah. The idea is once I have that mold, if anybody else wants predator masks, yep. now we'll have a mold that we can slush cast, you know, maybe not hundreds of copies, but a couple of copies out there. Uh, yeah. maybe make a couple of custom ones that we'll bring to cons and stuff that we can sell or, or whatnot. If you had any idea how many people asked us at the con, mm -hmm. you know, oh, how much are you, like, how much do you want for the Iron Man helmet? How much do you want for the yeah. costume? How much do you want for the... And you mentioned earlier about like uh, tracking how much you know you, you're putting into your your next cosplay and you're like, I have no idea, but people are like, they're pointing at it and going, that's gotta be worth X thousand. And I'm like, if you want to give me, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's all yours. But because they would say totally. some value that was like just you know astronomical. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the funny thing, right? Like the Predator mask, I would sell for a lot more than I make it for, for sure. So for sure, to yeah. make that. Um, and that's the best part about templating is if you find people that are templaters and you 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 like their templates, buy them because they are putting out hours and hours and probably hundreds of dollars of R and D work out for like a dollar. Mm -hmm. which is like a steal beyond like morally wrong steal <laughs> on like on a surface level. So buy it, repeat, buy reference, like tell your friends to buy it um, and all that. If you find someone that you like, definitely support them that way. I've bought templates from Bill Duran just to support mm -hmm. Bill. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't even need the template, but mm-hmm. you know, for the longest time, Bill was my favorite YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know Bill Duran, uh, Punish Props Academy, I think yeah. is what it's called now, Punish Props Academy. Yeah. Um, they don't do a whole lot of videos anymore just because Bill actually has a job now. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He works professionally as a prop builder now on stuff he can't talk about. So we don't we never really know what he's working on. Um, <laughs> so they do a lot less videos. Uh, they've got rid of their big shop. They had a big, massive shop with employees at one point. They got rid of all of that. They're back to. Uh, having a shop in their basement, uh, you know, like these are the kind of people that, hey, yeah, I'll spend four bucks or seven bucks or whatever just to support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys want to support your favorite YouTubers or your your favorite cosplayers or, or, or whatnot. Yeah, templates are a great way. Even if you don't need them right now, you never know when you'll need a good gauntlet template or a good helmet template or, or whatever the case is. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with Bill, you know, Evil Ted, uh, not Bill, uh, Ted, Evil Ted. I bought a couple, like I bought his dome uh, yes. template. Yes. I bought, I forget now, I bought a, a number of templates from Ted that I didn't even need. But hey, I mean, again, one of my favorite YouTubers, he, Ted virtually te- taught me everything that I know about foam smithing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I want to support people like that for sure. I also just want to say just one more thing, and I know we keep saying one more thing, but if you're new to cosplay, <laughs> don't feel bad about templating. Like I know I'm, I'm talking a lot no. about like I make stuff and I'm making my own templates, and it's trial and error, and just do it. It's like I I literally was punished props, uh, Kamui, and uh, my friend Jess and Evil Ted. Like it was literally everything I did was based off of their stuff, mm-hmm. and then I just worked with it enough that I figured out oh that's how foam works, and then it 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 went from there, and then I'm able to build. Green Goblin stuff, right? Like it's all you have to start somewhere, and so using templates or three D files or anything like that to start off, it, just do it because you're having fun. You're getting into it, right? Yeah, I learned. Uh, you know, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm junior in the foam smithing, but I learned everything I know from uh, from JS. And mm-hmm. when I made my um, vulture wings, I didn't have any templates to go off. I just trial and error and tried something, cut it out, and if it worked. It worked, and if it didn't redo it keep going pinterest is another great example you can get little snapshots of little like in progress sometimes like in between steps on yeah pinterest. and you sort of get an um, idea of mm-hmm. what they're doing yeah that's almost more important to me mm-hmm. uh, rather than having the actual template understanding how somebody made something mm-hmm. will give me inspiration on how i can make whatever thing i'm trying to make yes right uh yeah, right I'm now tr- i'm uh Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was saying, you're, it's funny you bring up wings. Right now, I'm actually kind of, I'm hooked and I'm, I'm, I'm playing around with a, a 3D model of like angel wings. I want to build a set of angel wings, not movable or anything like that. But, and just like realizing this world of angel will, angel wing building is so crazy and intricate and it's super intriguing. Pinterest is a great example. You get to see all those PVC skeletons and, and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, uh, we've got some people. Sorry, we've got some people watching on Instagram. We've got kid that's joined us. Um, Stephen Nicefield, I don't know who that is, but says me to Evil Ted is my mentor. One hundred percent, Evil Ted and, yeah. and Bill Duran are my Bill and Ted. I've told Bill that when we had that that show, <laughs> I was like, dude, like you guys are my Bill and Ted, and he's like, that's funny you say that. He's like, I get that all the time. Ah. Uh, yeah, Kid Remington. Hey guys, uh, listen. Uh, just quickly, if you guys don't know Kid Remington, go check out his website, 
Go check out his business, ca- uh, Can ca- Hang on. It, it's called <laughs> Can, Can Cosplay, Cosplay Cards. Cards. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Can Cosplay Cards. Guys, this guy makes trading cards for cosplayers. So if you want your own trading cards of your characters in cosplay, go check out Ken Cosplay Cards. He does an amazing job. Uh, Tim, they're very good. They're very good. They are very good. I think they're on like like their third or fourth series now of trading cards or wow. something like that. So, yeah. Uh, we met Kid at Fan Expo for the first time last year, and his booth was right next to ours. And, man, we had a fun time with Kid. Cutie was actually uh, working his booth with him. Uh, we had a great time. Great booth, mate. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Dude, thanks for coming on tonight. I know we've just been shooting shit and, and, and talking all sorts of crazy Love stuff. Uh, but thanks for coming tonight. Uh, anything that you want to share, anything you want to let people know of before we log off? Because this is your chance to pitch whatever. Repitch your Etsy, repitch your Instagram, anything that you want to, you know. Yeah, I would definitely say um, the the Etsy thing. So it's the Freakish Workshop, um, no spaces or anything on Etsy. I'm going to be, like I said, I have a bunch of stuff um, coming out. I've got a bunch of Predator stuff. I have a bunch of um, other templates. I'm working on making uh, like night vision goggle stuff to attach to my operator helmet uh, mm. with like camera and stuff on there. Um, I have a bunch of other unique fun things that I want to make um so oh, this like over the next few months pay attention to my etsy um you'll get like if you follow me on instagram um which i think you should do uh you'll also see a bunch of the announcements on there but um i'm going to be very busy on that end of things which is uh very exciting so definitely keep an eye and ear out <laughs> he says i want a card <laughs> well steve <laughs> check out can cosplay cards uh rob thanks for coming Always you know, a pleasure. I mean, you look like a deer in the headlights for most of the show, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just I'm, kidding. On the, I'm on the Etsy looking at all the templates. I kid, I kid. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, that's amazing. I, I, that's something that I, I never got into is, is once I've got a template to put it on Etsy, but. Nah, you know. It just it was habitual. I just had them sitting around and I went, well, I, I Ed, like Ted does it. Why I'm yeah. not Ted, but might as well. I'll throw them up and we'll we'll see what goes and then But it forces you to A do a good job at that with that template and yeah. B, you know you'll never lose it because now you've got digital copies of the template. Anytime you need it, you just reprint a copy, right? So yeah. 100%. Uh rather than having you're a template, uh, use cardstock. I'm just saying that there's a tip. 100%. Hundred percent. Go to Walmart, spend five bucks, get yeah. one hundred and fifty sheets, and you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you're going to be making something over and over and over and over and over, I would even say go thicker yeah. than cardstock. You can go with like yes. plywood, and you can go. I've seen people do that, like very thin. Um, it's almost like a laminate style, but it's harder than paper, right? Because it's like a yeah. wood type particle board ish of some sort uh, that's easy to cut, and then. Anytime you want to remake that part, you pull it off the shelf, make a template, slide it back on the shelf, and the way you go, right? So, yeah. Exactly. Keep your templates, guys. Keep your templates. Keep yes. your te- Hashtag yeah. keep your templates. Don't be a Rob. <laughs> and lose them. And lose your templates. <laughs> you know, and then go, JS, can you make JS, another template on my head, please? Can you wrap my head in, <laughs> in foil, please? <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, everybody, thanks for sticking with us. I know there's still a couple of people on Instagram, and there's a bunch of people here still on YouTube. But guys, you know, I, I, we've been on for too long already. Thanks for sticking with us. We love to have you guys along. We love the chat. Uh, it's always amazing interacting with people. Noah, mm -hmm. thanks again, bud. I mean, we're going to have to have you on again. Uh, of course. We're going to have to have you on in an actual discussion about whatever fandom that you're into whenever we have a show Whoa. about that. Yeah. Have you on for that as well instead of just talking cosplay? Uh, I was going to say Predator. If there's ever a Predator discussion, sign me up. I'd I'm sure that. there yeah. will be. Uh, you missed a Predator discussion when Prey came out. That was a good show. Mm. Uh, I think I watched a little bit of it, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't yeah. part of it. And we actually got to meet the cast at London Comic Con, so that was amazing. Like Predator, that's yeah. awesome. Building we... Predator costumes has opened so many doors for us. Like it's insane. Yes, that was definitely a gateway to so many different things. Yeah. Well, that's I how I got Robin DeCoste playing seriously, right? Now he's hooked. You know, after experiencing hooked, a con yeah. and the Predators, now that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, it's, it's almost like tattoos. Like, just try it once. I promise you, they're going to hate it or you're going to be hooked. There's exactly. no middle ground. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> well, everybody, I think that's going to be it for tonight. Thanks for watching again, everybody. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Hey, don't forget, top 10 Christmas movies next week. going to be a good show. Ooh, good one. Peace out, everybody.